I wish I had a friend whose name's Scotty. I'd be like, Scotty Biscotti. He would love that. Like, I wish I had a friend named Rob, and I could call him Broccoli Rob. Keep I have going, all these Mark. great nicknames, but not the friends. <laughs> well, we'll think of some for us right now. Ed. Um, <laughs> we're, we're waiting. I usually like to call you Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. I've had well, this not, happen. Not, not to you, just in my head. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is our special Video Game Awards 2018 edition. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. Joining me today, two award-winning accredited alchemists, Dave Grimma. That's me. And Dan Colonna. I'm a magician. <laughs> is that what you You're consider an alchemist? Like a magician? Alchemy? Isn't it someone who makes, like, gold out of not gold? I think I'm more like a scientist. <laughs> I'm a magician! And I, I never said it was, was related like, to your alchemy thing. Alchemy. I thought alchemy was specifically making things into gold. Oh. Well, in the <laughs> real sense, not in the video game sense. Yeah, in the video game sense, they, they love to, like, anything that's, like, almost science. Is, <laughs> it's you, like, is this old and it's science? It's alchemy? like, you <laughs> must be it's an alchemist. Science <laughs> plus magic equals alchemy. That's pretty much it. Because that, that's how I consider you guys, your science plus magic. Who's science and who's... Uh, are you the love? Did we make you? That's weird. That's weird. I'm you just said. science. I'm magic. <laughs> You're the love. It's like the Triforce, but mm. science-y. <laughs> Why'd you bring up the Triforce? Perhaps to acknowledge that the 2017 Game Award Game of the Year winner is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? I see you're working this segue, and I like what you're doing there. So let's it get work? to it. Oh, We'll start off with the awards this year. Yeah, uh, so they happened, like right? Yes. This is our hotcakes episode of... Hotcakes! I always like the pancakes in the picture. Anyway, getting to it. So, the big, I think, like last year, Daniel were bringing up, it was basically Zelda versus Mario. And it's like, who's going to come as, as you eloquently put it, prior to the podcast and prior to the show, you said that there is one game that is a 9 and a sea of 10s. That's right. Or a sea of nines with one ten, whatever. You, you can't be you, a nine in a year of tens. Just can't Yeah, that's the one. So poor Spider-Man. I guess we could start there a little bit. Uh, I the mean. Big, biggest snub of the show. I mean, yeah, they, but again. They didn't get awards at all, huh? It didn't, and that's a shame because I mean, it's a it great It was game, nominated for a lot of things. It, it was. was. It was definitely highly nominated, which adds mm. to his accreditation as a good video game. Mm. But I, I think suppose. besides like being fun, there's nothing it did better than God of War or Red Dead. Like. It just didn't, which is fine. It sold very well. It's all it needs to care about. I but do think the the individual who performed as Spider-Man. Yuri. Yes, he that, was very that good. That probably should have been the award. But I don't know. I forgot who I don't lost think to. he's. I don't think he, he lost to you know, the guy who played you, Arthur you, Morgan. Yeah, you don't. You, you haven't played Red, Red Dead 2. You don't know how good Arthur Morgan is. He's oh, really snap. good. He called you out. I don't know how good. I don't know how good Peter Parker is. I haven't played Spider. Peter Parker. He's he's. There's one great scene. The one that sticks out to me, Dan, was when he's in Mary Jane's apartment and he has to like run. Mm -hmm. And spoilers. Well, it's not really a spoiler. It's a funny line. He's like ready to jump in the window, and he's like, "Did you just leave your clothes in my kitchen?" (laughs) And he just like does like a backwards walk (laughs) and goes fix them up. Yeah, yeah. It's he's so personable. You have to be personable as Peter Parker. Right. So. Uh, but, and I, 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 you're right. I haven't seen Arthur Morgan in action beyond people's scenes. I, I don't think there was any 
as much depth to the Peter Parker character as there is to Arthur Morgan. Like, he is an onion, Mr. Morgan. But let, let's kind of tell that. So Red Dead, God of War. Red Dead came away with best narrative, best performance for Arthur Morgan, best music. God of War won uh, Direction, best action adventure, and game of the year. Which yeah. I always, mm. in my head, maybe it's the way I vote. I assumed most people voted like this. Like, when you have a one-two combo like this, you feel bad that one's going to get snubbed. So the one you vote for Game of the Year is the one you vote for the other one for Action Adventure just so they both get something. But that's not what happened here. That shouldn't be how it happens. Well, I guess in the truest sense of what the award is, like, if you're the best game, you're probably the best Action Adventure because that's your genre. But then I felt bad a little bit for Red Dead. It was like It's interesting that a game can be nominated for multiple things plus Game of the Year. I've always wondered about that with other award shows as well. Yeah, it's like best drama versus movie of the year. Right. The Oscars. Right. It's interesting (laughs) to me. I feel like that that tips the scales. Yeah. In certain ways. A little bit. But I I, I don't know. I felt bad. But in the end, I kind of said it pre-pod as we were doing it. Like, God of of War is, I think, the best game this year. I'm I'm very glad it won. I thought it was. I, I have it. I've got to get my hands on it. Dave and I are delinquent in this sense that we both haven't played God of War. You are the only one. Well, I am really interested to see, kind of, as guys who aren't into God of War, like what Maybe you think of the biggest. I, really, oh, oh, I like yeah. God of War. I like the first. Uh, I played the first one. I like Yeah, it. but that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but I, I still maintain my appreciation for this. I guess series. that's true. I, I tried to play one and two and didn't like either. Mm. That's well, that. So Dave's outlook yeah. will be more so, interesting. So, like, than mine. it is. I think the biggest success of it, like this was like a, I think it was, I forget, I think it was on Reset Era. It's like the, mm-hmm. the title was like, that was a win for like second chances. And like, that is a game that really gutsily reinvented itself. And uh, hopefully that encourages more studios to really take risks about IPs. Like, you know, you never want to alienate the fans of a genre, like a particular game. But at the same time, like you need to change and you need yeah. to reinvent yourself. And it mm. did so supremely. From what I've seen, it does seem as though they took everything they know that God of War fans like about God of War and mm. just molded their new game around that. It's got the spirit of it still, mm-hmm. but like just the tone and the, like it just, they really, the, they turned Kratos into a character with depth, which was amazing to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like Dave, like you're in the thralls of, of Red Dead now, like. Mm-hmm. What were you feeling? Because I know you're you're still liking it. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, I am. So, I was I was up way too late last night playing it. I was I was up till four thirty, just playing Red Dead. And you didn't Ooh. do this for GTA Five. No, mm, I was up late sometimes with GTA Five, and I was up late like this playing the first Red Dead. Mm. And I was just like, I was like, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm like, I'm playing Texas Hold'em, and I'm gonna drain this whole table. <laughs> Like, let's just do this. That's what you're doing until 4.30 in the morning? <laughs> it's a, it's a Western, good money, so that's say. totally on point. I never got to play more of those games, too. Like, I played Texas Hold'em, but there's, like, Blackjack. There's the I Finger, some Stabby games. I did not play any uh, Five Finger Filet. It's just, there's a lot to do there. But yeah. I think, on that note, like, why I think I was happy with God of War got it was, I remember the very last moment, like, the last trophy for God of War, I was, like, hunting these, like, crow things. And the mm. last one, I was about to hit it, and I'm just like, kind of sad this is over. What I want to know is, can I play Texas Hold'em in Red Dead Online? I would assume. I, I don't know yet. Because that and would we, be way must. I would be shocked if you couldn't. Uh, uh, but mm-hmm. on that point, like, 
I have like 15 missions left in Red Dead to finish it. I'm so ready for it to be done. I'm so I'm I'm set about the story and I have inklings of I don't know if I'm ever going to want to play the online. I kind of feel the same way. I mean cuz I'm like I'm going to spend so much time in this world as Arthur Morgan and then I'm going to change it. Yeah, I don't like know. you're suddenly somebody else. I mean, you know, but it but like everything like that's going to be our, our social sphere like I don't think it's going to be like when we're sitting by ourselves, like, oh, let's play online. But like when there's the group of us together, we're looking for something we can play with, you know. Um, So outside of that, I think the other big standout from the night was Celeste got a lot of love. Celeste Um, got so much well-deserved time up there. And the musicians were involved in it that in the music yeah. of the Game Awards itself. It's pretty that cool. That was cool. So, like, mm. it just seems like every year now there's, like, one indie that kind of gets a nod for Game of the Year, but everyone knows it's, like, well, a What would you call it? An indie sweetheart? Uh, yeah. I feel like you said like something a, like that. Well, last year was Hellblade? Yeah. Like, Hellblade, Hellblade was that. So, like, this one, Best Indie, and I think about Games for Impact. Mm. And we played it. I mean, yeah. I, of all, do I think it was, like the best indie i played this year i don't know but i think it's darn good and it was fun it's definitely it. up there it's yeah. a really good game i i think it's it's had overrated see i kind of feel the same with this it's not like it's bad but it's not like when i think of like the the top five indies i've ever played that's not in there but it was good part of the reason <laughs> i i forgot that it was an indie because i mean not that i expect a lower level of production value but it has mm-hmm. such a high level of production value for the art and the music i think it's that stuff really tied it all together it's well made i'll say it's yeah like it's, it is yeah so it's a high uh, high-end indie as far as that goes this is a thought stop Tell me, me if this thoughts. is crazy so the messaging in celeste really has to do with kind of depression and over kind of coming that and like shyness and things like that do you think that message plays more closely to the audience who plays video games and that's why like it kind of rose above because among the population that's a population that kind of can relate to that message a little bit more than say you know moviegoers or stuff like that uh i don't know because oh that's a good point i mean it might be one of those just makes sense in my head (laughs) I would definitely argue that everyone deals with the stuff that Celeste. Oh yeah, totally. Points out, but it, in I guess one thing I would say is is the messaging Celeste gives us. It's probably some of the most powerful we've had on the subject, mm. and the most relatable. It's like ah, I put it into words. Yeah, just like relatable. I'm having trouble saying say. words right now. It makes it more digestible for a gamer because. If you see a movie that tackles the subject really well, you might not be a moviegoer. You might not find that movie. Mm-hmm. But I think Celeste was one of the... Uh, not one of the first, but it definitely does hit the nail on the head in the right language. So I, th- I think it... Yeah. It's it interesting that you guys feel this way because for me, it was the story of Celeste felt very tertiary. And it was all about the platforming and getting around. Like, that's all I thought about. I Like, I... I rarely thought about the story and what she was going through in her journey. But you didn't appreciate how well that married together, how, like, you know, overcoming adversities and, and kind of con- that no, feeling of No, just jumping around some stuff. Yeah, but well, it perfectly meshed with what the story to, was. I, so, forget the story, <laughs> though. I felt, I did feel every time I made progress, Madeline's alter ego messed that up for me, mm. making that part of my story. 
And that was part yeah. of the reason that game drive me so well because they made you make that progress and then they literally knocked you down using Madeline. Yeah. Hmm. Madeline's other half, like, you know, yeah. stories down into, like, the core of the mountain. Yeah. Was it, like, halfway through the game. That, that to me, was the where I was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Thanks. That happened. Other things. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about self-sabotage, absolutely. I right. understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I it just didn't feel like, outside of it being a gameplay mechanic, I didn't really, like, it, it didn't, for me, the two never melded. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's I mean, fair. Because the, the, you do forget about the story, not to go back into the episode of Celeste, um, but you do forget about the story if you wind up stuck on a certain section for too long. You're mm. just sitting there like, when can I be on to the next part? So I, I see that part, point two. Mm. Um, so other things that kind of stood out, uh, I thought it was interesting, Dead Cells, I know it was a game I, I played, beat Call of Duty, Destiny, Far Cry for best action game. And I get it. I think that's one of the things that plays to the audience who votes for these sort of things in terms of actual reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure Dead Cells sold the minutest of fraction compared to all those other games. But I thought it was interesting that even though all those other games are really refined and really popular, that that's won the most votes because maybe they were split. I don't know. That was like a surprising one, I thought. To be To be honest... What are Destiny and Call of Duty doing that's new? Stuff like that. It, it was I mean, kinda... I'm sure for people who are really... Well, even for Destiny, you're a Destiny player. I like, love really... Destiny, but it's a shooter, you know? And I, I I think that Dead Cells brought some new things to the side-scrolling... I mean, not maybe groundbreaking, but it felt newer. Felt because good. of some. Yeah, it felt that. good, <laughs> and it feels different in this climate. Uh, mm. We're full of shooters right now, so that could have been it. People just want to play things that are maybe a little simpler, maybe not so shooty-shoot. There's also the Twitch implementation with that game, which could have Mm. also elevated the interest that people had in it. It's interesting. Like, I will definitely say, like, among the list of those games, that was the game I definitely enjoyed the most. I think I, besides Call of Duty, I think I've played everything on that list. And that was like, oh, sure, I'll take it. I still want to play that Souls. I never played it. It's just, it's it's a really deep pit. And it feels like a game, it's like, I would like to sink 15, 20 hours into it. But Mm -hmm. it's, to really do everything, it's it's a lot, it's a time sink that game. Um, and then the last real one I, I kind of wrote down is something to talk about is Monster Hunter. Good on them. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> very, very. As someone who loves that game, very confused. Well, as opposed uh, to what Octopath, it's a role playing game. I don't know, not not so much as it being stacked up against the competition, but I just never thought about it as an RPG. I don't think of it as an RPG. You know, well, what do you guys right. think of it as? Well, there's uh, no first of all, there's game. no there's no party. It's just you're just one person. Well, you're, it's you're a game. you could be with people. Yeah, but you yeah. can't like choose your party members, and there's no. You have your calico. Calico, yeah, but you, you can only pal- the <laughs> palico, whatever. But you can't have a calico, a calico. Yeah. palico. <laughs> you can't have a calico, calico if you so choose. That would be too much. But yeah, I'm happy it won something, but I don't know if I ever speaks think, to the. Oh, I want an RPG. Yeah, it does speak to the year of Capcom, but they're they're, they're back, baby. But like, yeah, Capcom, I feel yeah. like it needed to get something because that was that was a game that surprised I think a lot of people when it came out. Like, yeah, I think there it, was the crowd that likes it, but it really did. It was successful bringing in new people who had never played that. Yeah, I, I think it's a good game. I just I think it's an adventure game. That, yeah, that's action adventure at the very least. Like, maybe they were just like, "But well, we need to give it something. Let's put it in the RPG category." 
That it, it's almost. I get. Like, I get that there's equipment and you change stats. Yeah. <laughs> then God of War is an RPG. Why wasn't that? God nominated? of War, you also change equipment and change stats. That yeah. Is also uh, true. To Dave's point, so it's just such a. That such is a fine fair. line. The more I think it's about such it, a fine now. line. The only thing is that in at least in Monster Hunter, you're an avatar of a character that you define, whereas. True. In God of War, you're just telling Kratos' story. And it's a good one, also. Yeah. <laughs> but that was all like, kind of I wrote down. I don't think we're, we're qualified to speak to the esports stuff. It's stuff. I can say that. very little to the twit, to the stream, the creator of the year. Who won that again? Ninja? Uh, Ninja? Ninja? I think Ninja won creator of the year. Do you know like, about the, the woman thing he said? He was there's gonna lots rec- of stuff. He, he said he wasn't going to record with women. He doesn't want to record. He doesn't want to collaborate with a lot of female creators, because... and he said this because of the um, public climate around people doing things together like that. And the he doesn't need the energy. So the point is, people will say, "Oh, they're dating, and they must be doing it on the side." And he doesn't want that drama. He doesn't even want to give them the chance to say these things or out ammunition. loud. Ammunition, right? So okay. he's avoiding that, which. But it- but it makes I mean, him sound like a jerk because he's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to do any streams with ladies. Yeah, it makes him sound sexist for obvious okay. reasons. Because people were complaining about it, and I don't know the Well, the other half of Twitch it is enough. that he's also, he, yeah, he's also being kind of a coward in saying, yes, avoid this because people will say you're sleeping with the person mm. that you're collaborating with, which is a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah, it's like, so why? But see, I don't know. Kind of, it's sort of like for a person in his position, it's like, why would you... It's like you would think you're just like, ah, just don't pay attention to it. Who cares? But when your life is like you are the your living is impacted by people's perception of you. Well, he, she's also a streamer. She also and she's his she works with him on what he does. His oh, wife, oh. that is. Oh, his wife. His wife. Sorry. Who is she's that? also in that scene. She's not like an accountant somewhere who can just turn off the Internet and ignore it. So if, if there is anything, it'll come to her. So wait, he would have recorded with her, even though they're actually. <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't. I, no, I don't know if that's that was ever on the table. That's interesting. If they'd ever collaborate, um, they might but not want to keep try to have something sacred. But I but did yeah, think that, it was funny. All the the Twitch that gets like there's just all of them playing Fortnite, and I was like, I don't don't care about Fortnite. Yeah, it, they all really the cre- is all the creators of the year, all for, just all, people who stream Fortnite. They should change the award to Fortnite Player of the Year. I am surprised that some of the asthma streamers didn't get on there because some of them go above and beyond. You said this word. I don't know what that was. Asthma ASMR. is audio sensory MR. ASMR? I don't ASMR. Yeah, as, is it, sorry. How is that related to gaming? I'm confused. No, Twitch streaming, creating content. There, Some of the top Twitch streamers are ASMR creators. See, so, I never and, I never pronounce it as a word. I don't think I don't read it like that. Oh, I've, I well, so I'm just surprised some of them didn't get up there because some of them mm. have crazy shows. Like they just they'll, they used to they started as asthma streamers or whatever, but so now weird. the whole concept is weird. It's I'm very just trying strange. To but now, but now they're playing Just Dance, mm. and they've got like a mirror of themselves, and it's basically like they're dancing next to an. It's it's crazy. That's and weird. some of them put a lot of effort into these shows. That's real weird. It's strange, <laughs> but it's it's. I mean, if I was like into someone dancing to Just Dance, I would watch it because it's crazy. I guess so. so. It's interesting to me that it's only Fortnite streamers that are getting. Now that you guys get that, right? Yeah. Like you don't have ASMR. I, I don't. I don't. I think that people want to say. I don't. I don't 
Come Molly on. has oh. it, and it's very. She odd. does. Yeah. What is it like for her? She just like. Well, it's very specific. The one she's noticed is her uncle Mike's voice. Oh. Hey, Dave, you've met Uncle he, Mike. Does she love him? Like, is she really a fan of Uncle Mike? Like friends? Like. No, not really. But oh. he's got like a very particular voice. He's got a soothing voice. So like when she says he talks, her brain gets very fuzzy. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> I get, um, I can get ASMR f- sensations for certain um, harmonics in songs and stuff like that. Harmonics. So that's it's a I... thing. I've never really understood it. Uh, but maybe you should songs... have an award for it, Dan. I think you're right. I think they should have <laughs> tried to include more than Fortnite streamers. This is my point. But yeah. To your point as well. But it's so. probably that's where the numbers are. So that's where we, the numbers are. It's true. That's what that's what happened. That's what happened this year. Are we just gonna ignore it? You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. We um, can't ignore it. Speaking of Fortnite. Speaking of Fortnite, but yeah. So we'll kind of the other big half of the show as always is the mm. reveals. Da, da, da. Like 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 the, like the block in Fortnite. Like, yeah, which where, that's, where that's, uh, a little bit of little cool. big planet in the game. It, it's funny to me that creators are making. Call of Duty maps on the block. Like they put Blood Gulch in there, like or something Nuketown. Like that. Blood Gulch is um, Halo. Yeah, I know. But I like where Halo, your head's at. But, <laughs> but yeah, they're basically doing stuff like that. So it'd be, it'd be funny if one of those get just because <laughs> eventually be what's going to happen is the block will become. They already said that they're going to change it every week or whatever. It's not going to stay yeah, be, solidified. It would just be funny if some of those become what goes there, Nuketown. Mm, I guess so. I don't know. I the think whole, it'd be the funny. whole world you guys feels very to... odd. <laughs> The whole world feels odd. Well, I don't know anything about Fortnite. I know kids play it a lot because they're and that's man mm. chill. What do the kids say? Man I mean, chill? it's not chill. It's lit, dude. Lit, bro. Anyway, it's, lit. <laughs> it's straight fire. One mm. thing that I thought was like interesting, but definitely as I was then looking on like Reddit and uh, like Reset Era, like these places, like the Outer Worlds got huge buzz. That's that else. Fallout uh, creator game. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's strictly because. It's like another middle finger to Bethesda, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Which is good. They need more of that. I mean, it's definitely humble because that's the game, basically, that people wanted. And, you know, it's funny. It's like Obsidian, I actually think New Vegas is better than... I don't think it's that controversial opinion. Like, it's better than Fallout 3, I think. Oh, people love New Vegas. Oh, it's really do you good. Think it, do you think it's possible that that Gearbox specifically didn't announce Borderlands 3 because they knew about the Outer Worlds announcement. No, and they were like, the they were like let's, let's give it its time in, this, in the sun. Why would they care? Because, because maybe similar? just like, because they're similar. Maybe they just like want to have a good relationship with these people and they're like, you know what, we're not going to step on your toes. No, I mean, I think the Far Cry game has definitely more Borderlands-y than that yeah. is. And does so does Rage too? Yeah, like do you, I don't know. Do, do you think that they, is there? Do you think that maybe they didn't want to show anything because of all that jazz? That I, I think they're just. Or you, not, think it, or you think it's just not ready? I just think it's not ready. Like okay. they need to. Like Gearbox is not kicking butt lately. Like they need yeah, Battleborn was a big flop, right? That was a massive mm. flop, and like they really need Borderlands is really one of their kind of big bread and butter still they need they need to knock that out of the park and they know people want it so they know that they're they're sitting at their table saying we just can't mess this up they're one we just gotta (laughs) we just gotta do the borderlands good and then we can keep going but yeah so like i i mean i thought it looked cool like i wasn't blown away by it 
But Handsome Jack, right, right, guys? Claptrap? You guys still like that? <laughs> the Claptrap robot's funny, right? Look at him make laugh jokes. The laughter. Look at me dance. <laughs> I mean, it's a great game. But um, yeah, besides that, that game yeah, okay. like, I mean, I thought a lot of the announcements were kind of like mid-tier. But one thing, I, we I think we definitely should yeah, talk the about. The announcements were better. The announcements were better, but I I think it was I think it's interesting the competition Steam's getting now from Epic. That we mm, saw so it... many things sp- like called out the Epic Game Store. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it's such a weird thing because it's, like, it's just like, which portal are you going to go through to buy your games? It's true. And I was talking to my buddy Andrew about this. You guys met Andrew. Um, <laughs> we know Andrew. Obviously, we you guys Andrew. super met Andrew. Um, <laughs> the All Steam needs to do is take the information that they view as threatening and apply it to their store, and it's no skin off their back. So if they learn that 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 people are jumping ship just because the the devs are making more money, then they can just give the devs a little more money. See, but like, who cares about that? Like, the devs care. No, but I I think a lot of people who buy games do too. When you but buy you, a game, do you really think that many people pay attention to the percentages? I know there are a lot of people who don't want to sell games back to GameStop or and or buy used games for games because they realize how much that hurts the devs. Yeah, I, it doesn't go back. People. That money doesn't go back to the devs. So Think it, about that, so, Dan, when you think about Detroit become human. Well, I'm making more wise purchases <laughs> about where they come from. But the, it also means that developers will be more inclined to make things for their store. That, mm. Thereby, they won't be saying, buy our game on Steam, buy our game on Steam Early Access anymore. That's going to start there right? and work its way up to the, to the consumer. And I think it is interesting too, just like how now there's like exclusives to stores. Like that yeah. actually brings up one of the games I want to talk about. Uh, the new Super Giant game that got shown. It's exclusive to the, it's early access only on the Epic Game Store. Yep. And, it, I, and I guess what, how else would you attract people to your store online? That would be the other way That's, to do it. I want to play Hades. Mm. And I know that I have to get it on the Epic Game Store, and it's not a far shot for me to think, okay, I'll just download the client and have it. But I read, it's like, I don't want to have another store to go to. See, and exactly. I, I guarantee you, there's there's people like that. It's just like, I can't have another client. Yeah. I have to load up. I got to put my credit card on where, that. Thing where do I own this one game that I bought? Do I get annoyed. Annoying? I, I annoyed when yeah. I have that, like with movies, like. Wait, where do I have to? Go- oh, it's in Google Play. No, no, it's in uh, Voodoo or whatever. Like yeah. random. It's annoying, and this it is, is honestly the future of content. It's not the the hardware. It's not the platform. It's the store that you give me can hard copies again. Platform. <laughs> it's just we're getting that with streaming services I want Oberdin now. on seven discs. It's exhausting. <laughs> seven floppy discs. Yeah, seven, seven floppy. floppy. Like you like want, the real you want the floppy true floppy experience? Dust. The yeah. best DOS. Um, but to, to stick with the Hades, Dan, because you brought it up, yeah, I was actually I super it. disappointed in that. See, I don't understand this. Now we're now that we're live, the mics are hot. I don't understand why you're not excited about this game just because it's early access. Well, because it's also the type of game it is, where it's a game that it does it. It's it's a roguelike, but I don't know how much. See, it just put early access. It, it strikes me as a game that doesn't have like an ending. Ending. It just kind of keeps going. We play it, tons of games like that. Uh, true, but like the only reason I'm upset about that is I don't know. I'm sure, it'll be a fun game, but it it was actually kind of like with Sekiro. Although I've kind of I think I've come around to Sekiro a little bit. It's like that studio makes this thing I love, and I just I I want them to just keep making the type of game that I love, like Bastion, Transistor, Pyre. Those games were these 
short or shortish, concise, cool worlds with really cool stories. And now this is different kind of, now there's a gameplay loop where okay, it's going to kind of, now. it's sort of a focus on a narrative. So you're I'm sure there will be a narrative. The, you're focusing on the things that make an early access game possible. Yeah, and that just, it makes me think that, like, they didn't say anything you, you about were, microtransactions or anything like that. There. Yeah, like, I just, it makes me think, I wonder if they're looking for something that's going to kind of can give them, like, a, a continual stream of revenue, something that people keep coming back to, as opposed to, like, this thing you buy, you play, and you're done with it. Which I mean, is what I, I love them for, which is a little disappointing. It's also, I'm talking about climates a lot, and I think I have some huge subjects on my brain, but the other thing I was thinking about earlier is with the advent of Anthem, Destiny, mm. all these online games that don't stop, all really. All games and services. Games and services, games as hobbies, basically. And, you, and we're going to be in a position where which one of those can I play? And then what are my other games? That pool of people is not super, like, it's big, but, like, everyone can't win. Like, right, there's, right. You know, I'm not going to be able to maintain Destiny and Anthem at the same time. One right. of the games will fall to the wayside, and I'll just have a lesser experience with one of them. Yeah. And that and, stinks. And, yeah. And it's just like, it there will always be the core audience, but like, who's playing Sea of Thieves anymore? Like, who's I playing... own it, and I've played it three times. It's yeah. It's only... just like, it, yeah. these, some of these games are going to lose. And right. I don't know if Super Giant has. I mean, we don't really know anything about the yeah, game. Yeah, so we don't know. We can't say too, too much about Hades yet, but I do understand that the idea of it being an endless loop is unappealing to you. Yes. So hopefully, they're hopefully you're wrong. We'll see. I think we'll you're going to be wrong. I so really hope we I'm have wrong. we have other things to cover. We got some more hotcakes to flip. Uh, let's flip. You guys want to talk about Far Cry? I think I'm the only one who really likes. Far Cry. I you know well, I like. All right, Far Cry. I will ask this: Are the others sequels of each other, or is this the first time they're actually doing that? This um. Try to think. The, I only played Far Cry three enough. Because three, four, primal, Blood Dragon, five. No, I think. I mean, they've had like DLC and stuff, but this is one is directly. But I'm saying the place. story is it's a like, continuation of four story, uh, five yeah, story. Yeah. So is it Far cool. Cry six? No, it is. Aha, I think it's going to be smaller. It's it, this is going to kind of be the uncharted four to uncharted lost legacy it's like okay it could be an expansion but we're gonna beef it up a little bit more so that we can charge you 40 bucks for it all right like i don't think it's gonna be a 60 dollar game it looks gorgeous though i will it say looks that fun it looks fine i think i've hit the point with far Cry where i hit assassin's creed though we're like it's kind of the same thing over and over again yeah and not that there's anything wrong with that but they come out so frequently it's... Remember when Ubisoft cared about Prince of Persia? I miss those days. <laughs> those are great <laughs> games, man. And and the and Prince. there's the time travel mechanic in it. Those are good games. Those are good stuff. But I don't know. Like I think I'm kind of burned out with it. It did look cool. Like it had the the focus. They always like focusing on the enemies and those two girls. If you choose between Outland, that's the name of the game, right? Oh, the, the new one. The uh, Far Cry. Yeah, Far Cry. New the Dawn. Fallout creator. No, no. no oh, the, the Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds, Rage Two. Or Far Cry. Do we even those, those games are the aesthetic are so similar that I couldn't see myself playing all, all of them. Two or any one of them besides. I can't mm. see myself playing more than one of them at a time. Yeah. Oh yeah, Let well alone... you pull a Dave Grimma and you just wait on it. <laughs> no, I'm saying if I want to play one, I think I'm going to be good for like three years on that kind of game. Like mm. a fun post-apocalyptic world is a That's weird. Colorful. 
Yeah. Well, I don't, all I don't consider the Outer Worlds. That's more of like a sci-fi kind of thing. At least that's yeah, the still, I'm getting. Still it. looks a little steampunky, right? A little yeah. steampunky. And Which things are cool kind of messed up. Yeah, and it looks. It. I think that one is the most. It looks adorable. I, and speaking of Outer Worlds, <laughs> as, as it's now come back, do you think it was a subtle, also middle finger at this part? Where if you remember when they announced Fallout seventy six, they were like the beta. It's like break everything, etc. Yeah. And they're specifically in the the trailer for out of world that says try not to break it oh that's i didn't even I some even, people were but that was like a shot across the bow i didn't think it was but it was be, i mean this you know. is why ninja can't stream with girls that's why he can't stream with girls because people gamers look for it. things like that <laughs> stir in the pot um trying to think what else crash team racing was another big one i think it was getting people freaked out about that so much and my favorite part of that moment was dave's reaction to crash being there I was excited that he crashes there. I know. That was so wholesome to me. And I was like, this is like, wonderful. Such like a 90s callback. Yeah. Like, it's funny how 90s are like back now. They're like just totally back. This is totally here. full of nostalgia. You know? Does anybody like, want to play it though? I never play a Crash nah, Team Racing. Crash, I, I mean, it might. Well, not if it means we play a kart game, maybe. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. we can't play Mario Kart, Mark. And that's actually <laughs> one thing. Yeah, it's true. But I, that is actually one thing though. Like Mario Kart does bonker sales. I'm surprised more people don't try to do car racers. Well, we'll see how Crash Team Racing does. I'm telling you right now, it's going to do great. It's going to do yeah. phenomenal. Like, Why not? The, the, the Insane Trilogy sold like crazy. I wonder if this is really just paving the way they're going to be like, well, we have to make a new Crash game from scratch. Like, just make a new one. It's quite possible. Why not? I Why mean, wouldn't you at this point? Exactly. I, yeah. This also has me, my era of, the, during this era of games getting remade, I was playing Jack and Daxter. I'm just kind of waiting for Naughty Dog to be like, hey, guess what? It's not going to happen, ever. I think... <laughs> Why would they go back and do Jack and Dexter? Yeah. We do hyper-realistic, deep, enveloping human Isn't dramas. Crash Jack Bandicoot? and Dexter. <laughs> Isn't Crash Bandicoot Naughty Dog? Yes. It they was. Don't, but they don't own him anymore. They don't they, own him. They don't own okay. no. yeah. Activision owns him. So, thank okay. you, Dave. You were trying to... Thank you. <laughs> also, I was going to say, like, I think they'll... They'll wait and see how Psychonauts 2 does. Because mm-hmm. that's a platform e-puzzle game. Yeah, but Crash I think they're on... Kind of yeah, but Crash is way bigger than Psychonauts. Yeah, in the States. And like, yeah. But like, but I'm just saying, it'll, it would be similar that you have a, a, um, a cult classic game that finally has a sequel. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Because people say they of, people say they want to play it, but yeah, to see if actually people do. That's the thing. It's like it makes me think of like ukulele and stuff like that. People were lost or stuff, and didn't do that well. And For a second, mm-hmm. I thought you were making fun of the instrument, and I was about to say, "Hey, man, mini guitars need love too." Okay. Strum. But, um, yeah. but no, it is cool that at least that genre is coming back. Um, but like, like I really didn't find. Like, there was no, like, Death Stranding trailer. It was like, what no. is this? No. Like, a lot of it was kind of middle-the-ground safe stuff. Yeah. Like, was there I anything th- to you guys that kind of will go around once? Is there anything that kind of popped to you? Nothing really popped for me. I think the what surprised me the most was your reaction to Joker being in Smash. Oh, yeah. I don't understand how you guys don't like, think that's huge. It's I mean, it's, it's pretty cool, but, like... Do you know how many games are represented in Smash, though, Mark? Well, that's what's so but that's what's so impressive about it that it keeps growing. That this yeah. is like the biggest crossover game of like in the history of games. It feels like well, maybe like it is. Know, it is because I'm playing Marvel it currently, yeah. and I keep being surprised by the references that come up yeah. while I'm playing it. 
I just think yeah, it's it's really cool. <laughs> Adventure mode goes really deep into mm. these references. Like I forgot that Chun Li would be in the game because Ryu's in the game, uh, right. Street yeah, Fighter, yeah, yeah. and she's in it as her Street Fighter Alpha outfit. I'm like, oh well, they didn't get the regular outfit. And then if you upgrade her spirit enough, she becomes the regular. Like, this game is great. <laughs> it's got all the stuff. So uh, and Joker's coming. Joker's that's coming. big, and that I, that that's got to I mean Persona Five's coming to Switch. It's got to be. What, well, that's I not, hope so. That's not true. That's like. Solid Snake was in Smash Brawl. They never got like Metal Gear on the yeah, Metal but Gear there's a, on the GameCube. There's a way. Yeah, th- that's true. That's, but like, that's yeah, but that's not the but same. But not after that. Not after that. But like yeah. Metal Gear Five could not run on the Switch or uh, whatever. Hey man, like the Wii U Doom like, runs on the Switch, brah. But not right, like the same. Yeah. But like Persona probably can run on the Switch. It just I, feels that would be good because it would help me feel able to play it. I mean, it's a great game. I kind of want to play it because of your excitement on it. I feel as though I am really good. It's like really good. That was like, <laughs> let me see, Dan Clone. I feel like really good games. I've got just the game for you. It's just you know what it's also because it like it occupies like the summer game. Like when I think about the past few summers, there's always like one big game I always make sure I dive into in the summer. You see, this is the difference though, because Dave and I don't view summer as summer. Well, your summer we just view it summers. hot work month. Yeah, that, we also don't refer to work as, as school. school. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. I regret nothing. But um, I know I couldn't blame you. What about Go you, Dim? Was there any other games that kind of popped to you or trailers that got you excited by anything? The one game I seem to be—I think it's partially because I didn't know Hello Games was going to make a second game so soon. But I'm excited mm. for the Last Campfire. Mm. I think it looks like Journey Two, which I don't think is bad, but. Not see, really. I mean, the was, character design is very similar. See, I that, say that, that but, trailer was my closest Dave Grimma moment where I'm like, all oh, these games are starting to look the same. I can't I can't get excited about any of this I don't anymore. even remember what that one is anymore. It's like these gonna, little men. I actually oh, read... Little, oh, the, said, little, the, little, the little Journey Rhyme Men. Yeah. Yes. I, I remember them saying, actually, they were inspired by Journey and Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, were two games that I love. So it okay. feels like I should probably like this. I mean, I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll assign it. it to us as required playing for the podcast. But it's very possible. I don't know when it's coming out. I didn't pay attention to that. I Could don't be know soon. if something. One big takeaway. I'm going to throw up while I talk. Don't I'm do so it. excited. We're hearing about games more close to their release date. I think it speaks to the fact that there's just so many games. Like, you can't take up that much oxygen. Like, if you can, once you get your announced, like, release and you get your little pop in the media, you can't expect to disappear for two years and then, like, still find your yeah. pockets to kind of be yeah. in the, the zeitgeist. Like, you I mean, gotta there's do some, that. There's some indie games that still do that that I'm excited some. about. Like, there's this one called Ooblets that's coming out that I think I also want to make us play Ooblets. because it seems, it seems silly and fun. Yeah, they they reworked their their battle system to be dance based instead of fighting. Mm. So it's Pokemon with a dance off instead of Pokemon fights. Pokemon dance off essentially. But I'm I'm trailing off. I'm just saying we're hearing about games close to the release date in the future, which is today. Very good. I like that. Less These waiting. Good things. Um, so. my I got super excited and I was the only me. one about this daily the daily pathless. Oh yeah! I am so mad that that game is coming out. Can, can we take this moment? Can you guys explain yes. to me why you I, hate the Stanley First Parable? of all, I need you to assign it to the podcast because there's no way I'm going to play it otherwise. So I it needs to, I will play it if you tell me. But I hate his voice. I hate mm. the game's activities. See, I feel I like it's cheeky. Kinda, yeah, cheeky. Yeah, and I love it. Let me tell you, it makes me feel really good about myself. I can't figure out why it's making. Ah, 
This all right. Uh, it's it's like it's a psychological Whatever. thing where it's like you don't realize how long you've been following the carrot without even thinking about it. That now that yeah. it finally is telling you to do it, and you're like, no, I'm not gonna do it. And it's like, oh, you think you could just not do this? And I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing. Like, oh, you think you're clever game, and it is clever, but. <laughs> Yeah, like that game was like you trying... make all the rules. I can't get out of it. Yeah, and and I like it. I thought it was always such an interesting, you know, demonstration of narrative is in video yeah. games. Like, there's always that kind of conflict between a story and the gameplay, and they try to marry them so it much. Just... And the whole purpose of that game is like trying to break the story to see. I'm gonna try to do something you're not thinking I'm gonna do. It makes people like me and Dan feel uncomfortable. It's like it's like video games are our safe place, and now you're effing with us. Yes, <laughs> see, like, yes. I think that's so cool. Like, there, I remember it's... distinctly. There's this one thing where in the first one, there's a broom closet, and you could refuse yeah. to listen, just stand in the broom closet, and he's just like, "So you're just gonna stand in this broom closet? Okay, let's see how long you're, you could do this. I'll wait." And like, he keeps having different lines, and it's like that's so nuts that they thought about what everything a player could possibly do and everything you do might lead you down this rabbit hole that you don't expect. Like, of I remember... I mean, this... of course they know all the things you could do. They made the game. Well, that's what's cool about it. It's like, when you think <laughs> about what are the limitations and where are the walls and, like, yeah. what can so I many do and what I can't do? It's like, there's so many options and then it, it keeps like, getting weirder about what it does to the story. I, th- I think it's fascinating. No, it's... I respect what it does. I'm probably it just makes me uncomfortable for the podcast. You That's do it. It just makes me. It makes me uncomfortable. Like they put. They've said it perfectly. Mm. I just. Oh, so now that's all I am in every other game I play, and then I look at Spider-Man. Because it I'm makes like, you feel like it makes. <laughs> it's like the difference between going to a playground and realizing that you're a mouse in a, in a maze. Right. Mm. That's exactly. Fair. <clears throat> if, like that. if you That's cage cool. me in and then have people looking at me with like a clipboard, it's like ah. Mm, ah yes, this the, is the, the carousel. Made. <laughs> interesting, interesting. I see. We'll note that for next time. Uh, so, any anything else? Any other trailers? Anything? Get anybody get excited about anything? Can we talk about that butt rock? The performance, the devil trigger. Oh, the devil trigger. <laughs> Yeah, man, why not? Rivers Cuomo came out. He was Rivers like, Qu- well, hey, it's Devil to that. Trigger. Devil Trigger. That song is a little catchy. I do like that I song. I mean, it, I just feel strange about hearing Devil May Cry music outside of the Devil May Cry setting. I'm not fighting a demon with my oversized sword and white hair. Then what am I doing? We got to play your song? Devil Trigger. I, vaguely I, I sexual, that song. Well, vaguely well only until you make it. <laughs> but, um, I well, mean, I think that, that, that segues to the show overall, though. Like, I thought this year was like solid. Yeah. There was nothing I was like, oh, that was awkward, that was bad. But there was nothing that I was like, whoa. That I, I was felt a big like deal. it's in, it's a perfect representation of the year of gaming. Interesting. Because it's just like, there's not a lot of variety here. Because, you know what? We didn't put out any variety. All you guys want to do is play the same game over and over again. You're just going to play Fortnite all day. You're going to play Overwatch all day. You're going to play PUBG until you're blue in the face. And that's what you get. I think you're projecting a little bit here, but I think that, I, think but I don't blame him because every other minute there was there was either an ad that was it was said, like here more PUBG or Smash. well yeah. there it does speak to like it's hard for, stuff was offensive. you know there's the part of the industry that like that we make up of that these kind of uh, dare to say aficionados who try to play a lot of different things who try to dive into the more interesting aspects of the games mm. but then there is a big part of gaming that's junk food it's just like I want to do this over and over nom 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 it's great. Yeah. And it's, like, hard for an award show like this to not 
you know, point that out because mm. it is such a large portion. But like, yeah. you know, none of those games won game of the year or best performance. Yeah, yeah. Like when we were talking about what the oh, awards Fortnite were given best to. Ongoing. Yeah, but I mean, like, but in the category that that kind of fell into. With Destiny next to it, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's those games that are kind of like junk food games that it's just like this is something you're meant to go back to over and yeah. over and over again for effects. That's fun, it, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just well, there was a time when we were when Star Wars Galaxies came out. I think you guys played that game for a I hot did. minute, and there was a time when we were jumping from MMO to MMO. I was we maybe tried. you were playing jumping from MMO. And MMO. I was people never. were. I I jumped from Star Wars Galaxies to World of Warcraft, and then I think I stopped. And then the closest thing now is Destiny. Hmm. And I think Fortnite's having that moment. PUBG, those kind of battle royale games are having that moment. Which one do you like? Which one's yours? And it's it it is that the, the, they're just this generation's World of Warcraft is still around, but it doesn't have the same cultural impact. Yeah, like as it, those games. And before this, that was it was Call of Duty and Halo. Like, which is also yeah. There's always going to be those like? those those things taking up the air. But like I don't know, like this this year produced Red Dead and God of War and Spider Man. Like. Those are three, and like there's so many others. It's just like those games are like top tier games that when we talk about like the best of the PS4, Xbox One, Switch generation, like those games are gonna pop up. And I I think, you know, when you could stack them up to, you know, the generation before that, generate like taking away like nostalgia and things like that. I don't know. I I'm always in the perspective that gaming is better now, now? than it's ever been. Just because it there's is. so oh, much available. Symphony of the Night was pretty damn good. It was pretty good, but like when I compare Symphony of <laughs> the Night to God of War, like when you're being objective, yeah. not taking about the time sure, they came sure. out and stuff like that, like you can't say Symphony of the Night's a better game than God of War, but it's hell of impressive and it set the groundwork for so many things to come mm. after it. Mm. So like I don't know, like uh, it's yeah. now I'm back. I was them, I was I was jaded that night. Now I'm back, baby. Yeah, it's great. I will say one game that we didn't give any attention to that I think um, could be really good, but I feel like I didn't see enough of was um, the Pathless. That was was that the one with the the lady in the bow? Yeah. Also, Ashen. We talk about Ashen. Ashen finally came out. But Pathless was the one with the lady in the bow, correct? That Mm -hmm. was one of the few games I'm like, this looks different. The the Annapurna (laughs) the Annapurna game that's kind of like Abzu. It's from the creators of Abzu. Gorgeous looking. Yes, yeah. that was cool. See, like, there's things, and it's mysterious. That was one of the... I'm glad you brought that up, because that's one game I was like, oh, that looks different. It, yeah, it could be promising, but I, I need to see more before I'm, like, sold on it, you know? I feel oh. like the way about the um the scavengers, where I like the concept, and it might be fun to play. What's the, group the of concept? There's it's four like, people running towards a crater. Yeah, and it's like, but it's like survival horror... Not survival horror, but like a survival shooter that you work as a team... Like, oh, so they, they talk yeah, but they were about talking this... about like you know claiming territories, and I don't want to deal with other people. Well, I said like I, I need to know like <laughs> what is this game actually like? What like are you it, doing? Cause it's it going to be CG. It's going to be like another Red Dead Online. You know, oh, I, I want to say I said that was one thing. World. It, it, it piqued my curiosity, but I I need to know more. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. well, it's a good thing we play video games on the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast, where you are the listener. This is true. So you are the probably, listener. You can probably pick it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Dan, you didn't really hear from me. Like, what were your overall thoughts of the show? The whole show was fine. Um, I, I will say the let's have an ad with Jeff moments drove me nuts. But I also understand that maybe 
Nintendo put up some money to keep the show, and then that's Reggie why, gave his Smash Brothers. That's ad why they're willing Fortnite. to do that. Yeah, it's like put this is money, kind of an advertisement. So, so you know what? I'll take it, but it doesn't have to like it. So it, it was my castor oil. You know? Would we definitely say last year was better than this year? Uh yes, I think so. But uh, but why is that? Is it because it had more mishaps, or is it because no? But the, I thought the reveals were way better. Like the I, think the, I think the reveals were better. I think. Um, the musical performances were even more. Oh yeah, it. there wasn't even close. <laughs> uh... Yeah, well, they had a play to what's coming out, right? Exactly. So what was coming out last year? They had some. Uh... They had Breath of the Wild and Mario. <laughs> yeah, how do you? How and do you... Oh yeah, that great. musical. And Horizon. Yeah, it was yeah. great. And then they had the Doom oh, guy, and the Doom guy tore so it up. Good. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! yeah. So but... yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, I get... but it was a safe show. It was a safe show. It was fine. So... It was fine. We'll, we'll see what net year, next year brings, but that will be next year, in 2019, when mm-hmm. we'll be talking about next-gen hardware, maybe. Mm-hmm. We should. We might be talking about PS5. We will be talking about PS5. We will definitely be talking about Last of Us, too. Let's, we'll find out. <laughs> I, don't know I, I don't know how sure I am. Uh, but let us know, listener, what you thought. Tweet at us, yeah. dino underscore machines. You can reach me at, at magrocrag. I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I'm at Deno Mac. Let us know what you thought. Let us know there. Let us know on Facebook. And if you just enjoyed this podcast, give it a little, little rating. Give it a little subscribe. Tell your, your buddies. And we will catch you next time when we resume our, our normal format where we're talking about... What's the next Return one? Of the, Return, Return of the Overdin. Oh, right. That of the Overdin. Spoilers. Return we already two. talked about it. It was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see you, listener. Goodbye. Bye.